Read on. For this book is about precisely that, how your childhood memories reveal who you really are. Or you may be thinking, but Dr. Lehman, childhood was such a long time ago. What can random memories possibly have to say that would be of any value now that I'm a grown-up? Why dwell on the past when there's nothing I can do to change it? But what if your childhood memories aren't random? What if they are there for a reason? And what if understanding who you are, revealed through those memories, has everything to do with how you live in the present and how successfully you are able to take control of your future? If you don't listen to who you are, you may always find yourself reliving a history you'd rather not repeat. While you can't change your past, you can change the way you understand it and move forward in light of that understanding. Do that, and it will make all the difference in not only your life, but in the lives of those around you, your friends, relatives, acquaintances, and colleagues. I'd also like to say a word to all you guys who picked up this book or had it handed to you. In my experience, we men are much more hesitant by nature to embrace all this memory stuff and the process of digging into our feelings. So if you're a guy, it's likely you'll want to change channels on me before hearing me out. But while you're channel surfing through the beginning of this book, consider two things. One, if you want tools to help you get where you'd like to go in your marriage or dating relationship, in the parenting of your kids, in your career, or in life in general, hear me out for one chapter. By then, if you can't see anything that might apply to you, use the book for kindling on a cold winter evening. Two, even if you're hesitant to delve into your own childhood memories, I challenge you to learn to use these tools as you listen to the memories and feelings of your loved ones. They'll thank you for it, whether now or down the road. What if, through one simple question, you could get inside the head of someone you're close to and find out exactly what makes them tick, how they see themselves and the world around them? I'm not exaggerating when I say that you can avoid years, if not decades, of misunderstanding by considering the themes of your loved one's childhood memories. You may have terrible memories from your childhood, horrific memories that no one should ever have to live through, especially a child. If this has been your experience and you've placed those memories in a vault, locked them away, and buried the key, who could blame you? But by doing so, what else, besides your memories, have you placed in that vault? May I gently suggest that perhaps you've climbed in there yourself, closed the door, and locked it behind you? If so, you may be effectively locking out those who could help you. If this book can in any way begin to free you from the hold those memories have on you, there's nothing I'd rather accomplish. Whether you are curious, skeptical, excited, bruised, or in pain, your childhood memories hold the key to understanding who you are right now so you might find freedom and fulfillment. After decades as a psychologist, I've seen enough evidence to offer you as close to a Midas muffler guarantee as possible. Tell me three of your early childhood memories, and I'll tell you what weighs you down and what motivates you forward, what causes you to lose sleep at night with worry, and what keeps you up with excitement. In short, what makes you, you.
It's a tall order, I know, but consider just a handful of examples as we start. Civil rights activist Martin Luther King Jr. remembers his father walking confidently out of a shoe store in segregated downtown Atlanta when the clerk said the two had to move to the back of the store before being helped. Real estate mogul Donald Trump, who now owns large portions of Manhattan but loves the thrill of the deal as much as making money, remembers gluing together his brother's building blocks because he was so pleased with the building he had made. Mother Teresa, one of the most well-respected saints our generation has seen as she reached out to the poor and dying in Calcutta, recalls her family gathering together each evening to pray and her mother bringing the poor and hungry into their house for meals. Computer whiz and entrepreneur Bill Gates, now the richest man in the world, remembers negotiating a written contract with his sister for...